As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, doctor, isn't there anything you I'm can do? I'm not a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. You gotta understand something here. This music is the glue of the world. It holds it all together. Without this, life would be meaningless. What are you getting so crazy about? It's just music. Up there with love, loss, and booze, Mom is one of the top inspirations for great pop songs. I'm Jim DeRogatis from WBEZ and Columbia College. And I'm Greg Kant of the Chicago Tribune. Today we celebrate Mother's Day with a list of terrific songs all about Mom. And we remember Beastie Boys member Adam Yauch. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. That is Shadrach, the 1989 song by the Beastie Boys from their classic album, Paul's Boutique. We're playing it in honor of Adam MCA Yauch, one of three founding MCs of the Beastie Boys. He died recently at the age of 47 after a three-year battle with throat cancer. Yauch not only was a co-founder of the Beastie Boys, a group that transformed hip-hop, but I think the key story here, Jim, for me about Adam Yauch is that he also transformed himself. Here's a band that started out with really no social consciousness yeah. at all. I mean, and proudly so in the 80s. Made two defining records in that decade that put hip-hop on the map for a lot of people beyond the inner city. So they were a key group in hip-hop's development. But Yauk looked back almost instantly after those two best-selling albums came out, License to Ill and Paul's Boutique, and reflected on some of the lyrical content. He told me in an interview shortly thereafter, you know, after we put out Paul's Boutique, I really started thinking about our lyrics and how they affected people. I just began noticing more and more how lyrics that I viewed as just joking around had a longer-lasting effect on people, myself included. And he went about reforming himself. He took some trips to the Far East, began studying Eastern philosophy and spirituality, visited Bali and Nepal, became a huge advocate for Tibetan freedom and a follower of the Dalai Lama, and began incorporating some of these influences into the Beastie Boys records. What was remarkable about it for me was that he was able to do this without succumbing to the preachiness that can make some of this really off-putting. Never uh, lost that sense of humor. Yes, they consistently kept that sense of humor and consistently sold records. You know, in terms of a three-decade career with virtually no fall-off, the Beastie Boys were certainly unprecedented in hip-hop and all of popular culture. So they were an excellent example of a group that maintained credibility throughout its career, but also 
remarkable in the way that they were able to transform themselves, led by Adam MCA Yauk. In tribute to Yauk, we want to play a song that I think typifies his transformation and the Beastie Boys' transformation. It's Sure Shot from the 1994 Ill Communication album. And one of Yauk's verses in that song, he says, I want to say a little something that's long overdue. The disrespect to women has got to be through. To all the mothers and the sisters and the wives and friends, I want to offer my love and respect to the end. Powerful stuff from Adam MCA Yauk on Sure Shot on Sound Opinions. That was Sure Shot by the Beastie Boys on Sound Opinions. Adam, MCA, Yauk, dead at the age of 47. If you'd like to share your thoughts on MCA or the Beasties, give us a call on our hotline, 888-859-1800. Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? Do you think they'll like this song? You know, Greg, here at Sound Opinions, we like to celebrate holidays from time to time by playing some music that's appropriate to that special day. And we were shocked, shocked, I tell you, when we realized we have never done a Mother's Day special. Although you and I both have mothers, and we love them most of the time, as everyone does. The number of great songs throughout pop and rock history about mom are are boundless. We tried to narrow it down, I think, by choosing songs that each highlighted a, a different aspect of the relationship with mom, and they had to be great songs. At least that's how I approached it. We'll hear how you did as well. As usual, when we do these shows, we like to have the ceremonial coin toss. And I think, given the topic this week, Greg, we have to go with great rock mamas. I'm going with Mama Cass Elliot. That's a great choice, Jim, but I'm going to go with uh, Big Mama Thornton for me. Oh, also a good one. Coin is in the air, and... Big Mama Thornton wins! Finally! Finally, I won something, Jim. I'm so thrilled. Are you saying that in the Chicago (laughs) tradition, our coin toss is rigged? Absolutely, it's rigged. There's no doubt about it. To start off with, when we talked about this show, Jim, the, the first song that popped into my head was Mother by John Lennon. Iconic song from his first post-Beatles solo record, the 1970 Plastic Ono Band album. And he was coming off a really intense period of his life. The Beatles had broken up. He was starting anew. He was going through his life and, and really trying to examine why he was feeling so much dissatisfaction. He began working with this psychologist, Dr. Arthur Janov in Los Angeles, who was noted as the founder of Primal Scream Therapy. And the whole idea here was he encouraged his clients to relive and express what Janov considered repressed feelings. For Lennon, a lot of his repressed feelings were about feeling abandoned by both his parents at a very young age. His father, Alfie, barely knew. His mother, Julia, didn't even live with him. She, he was essentially raised by his aunt, Mimi. You know, there was a great movie about that a couple of years ago, Nowhere Boy. Fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it got into some of the details of Lennon's upbringing. At the age of 17, Lennon lost his mom for good when she was run over in a car accident. So he had these tremendous feelings of loss and abandonment that he had never really been able to address in the Beatles. A lot of his vocals in the Beatles were sort of coded in reverb. There was a lot of psychedelic baggage attached to some of that music where he was getting at his personal life, but he wasn't really expressing it as directly as he might have. 
once he started working with Janoff, he felt the courage to go ahead and really express his true feelings, both vocally and in terms of the stripped-down production. Three-piece band, it was just him, Ringo Starr and Klaus Vormann in the studio, and Lennon without any effects on his vocals at all, just pouring out his feelings in this particular song. The end of the song is absolutely wrenching. When he's talking about Mama Don't Go, Daddy Come Home, he's reliving that moment as a six-year-old when he was literally forced to choose between his mother and his father. They said, you have to choose one or the other to go with. He left his father at that moment. He went with Julia. Julia then passed him off to his aunt, and he never was able to get through that in his adult life. This song is an expression of that pain and anguish. John Lennon with Mother on Sound Opinions. Tough song about needing mom from John Lennon, mother from 1970. What do you got, Jim? Well, Greg, I guess we're starting in a sort of down mode, but maybe it'll pick up as the show Mm -hmm. goes on. I've had my problems with the Smashing Pumpkins through the years. As you know, we both covered Billy Corgan and his band from the very beginning all the way to wherever they are now. But the album that really resonated the most for me, I always thought there was masterful sonic construction, but no real meaning. With album number four, Adore, Billy wrote from the heart for the first time, inspired largely by the death of his mother. There are several tracks on this album that are about this, but the one that I'm going to play is called For Martha, which I think is a wonderful elegy to his mom as she's lowered into the grave. Beautiful, heartbreaking, wrenching. I told Corrigan how much I love this song, and he said, you know, I always thought you were a jerk, but I guess you're okay. You got this song. There is a guitar solo here where I think even more eloquently than the lyrics, which are pretty moving. If you have to go, don't say goodbye. If you have to go, don't cry. If you have to go, I will get by. Someday I'll follow you and see you on the other side. Even more than those lyrics is the guitar solo, which is better than anything Steve Hackett ever played with Genesis or Steve Howe played with Yes. This progressive rock, elegiac, it is beautiful, it is moving, and it is, I think, by far the Smashing Pumpkins' finest moment. This is For Martha by the Pumpkins for Mother's Day on Sound Opinions.
That's the Smashing Pumpkins with Billy Corgan writing about his mom for Martha on Sound Opinions. Greg, you got another mother's pick for us. I do, Jim. Hip-hop in particular is rife with songs in tribute to mom. You think about Tupac Shakur's Dear Mama, Kanye West's Hey Mama, Snoop Dogg, I Love My Mama. You get the idea. Hip-hop artists allowing themselves to be vulnerable when they think about their moms. And this was true also of Jay-Z. I think he wrote a beautiful song about his mom called December 4th from what was to be his final album, his 2003 Black Album. Remember Jay-Z was supposed to be retiring after his, that, that record came out? That was his first final album. <laughs> right. But he was looking back on his life and reflecting on what his mother did for him in this particular song. He was uh, The reason it's called December 4th, he was born December 4th, 1969, to one Gloria Carter. She essentially raised him by herself. Father left when he was very young. He grew up in the housing projects in Brooklyn. And this song is essentially a dialogue between Jay-Z and his mom, Gloria, in which she talks about the struggles of of raising a child by herself and, you know, how Jay-Z was this rebellious kid and she was trying to keep him close to her because she didn't want him running with the gangs in the neighborhood. And Jay-Z saying, yes, I was a tough guy to raise and I I look back now and I thank my mom for being so tough on me, for trying to do the right thing. It helped me become the man I am today. So... You know, we hear these songs paying tribute to mom. It's rare that we actually hear mom herself on the same record Mm. with the pop artist. So here we have Jay-Z in a call and response with his mom, Gloria Carter, on the song December 4th from the Black Album on Sound Opinions. Sean Carter was born December 4th, weighing in at 10 pounds, 8 ounces. He was the last of my four children, the only one who didn't give me any pain when I gave birth to him. And that's how I knew that he was a special child. Hi, baby. What's wrong? You look like you've lost your best friend. Tell me, is it something that I've done again? Like you've lost your best friend. They say they never really miss you till you dead or you gone. So on that note, I'm leaving after the song. So you ain't got to feel no way about Jay so long. But at least let me tell you why I'm this way. Hold on. I was conceived by Gloria Carter and Adnis Reeves, who made love under the sycamore tree, which makes me a more sicker MC. And my mama would claim at 10 pounds when I was born, I didn't give her no pain. So through the years, I gave her her fair share. I gave her first real skin. I made it for birth when I got here. She knows my purpose wasn't purpose. I ain't perfect. I care. But I for worthless cause my shirts wasn't matching my gear Now I'm just scratching the surface cause what's buried under there Was a kid torn apart once his pop disappeared I went to school, got good grades, could behave when I wanted But I had demons deep inside that were raised when confronted Hold on Sean was a very shy child growing up He was into sports And a funny story is At four, he taught himself how to ride a bike A two-wheel at that Isn't that special? But I noticed the change in him when me and my husband broke up. Now all the teachers couldn't reach me and my mama couldn't beat me hard enough to match the pain of my pop not seeing me. So with that disdain in my membrane, got on my pimp game, the world, my defense came. Then the haven introduced me to the game, Spanish Jose introduced me to... I'm a hustler now, my gear is in and I'm in the in crowd And all the wavy light-skinned girls is loving me now My self-esteem went through the roof, man, I got my swag Got a vocal from this girl when the man got back Plus I hit my mama with cash from a show that I had Supposedly knowing nobody paid jazz whack I'm getting ahead of myself by the way I could rap That came second to me moving this Give me a second, I swear I would say about my rap career The 96 King, I'm here, goodbye That is Jay-Z from the Black Album, December 4th, in tribute to his mom, Gloria Carter. We're going to continue with our favorite songs about mom and hear some of your choices. That's In a Minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. But that was my way to keep him close to me and out of trouble. Goodbye to the game, all the spoils, the adrenaline rush. Your blood boils, you in a spot, knowing cops can rush. Yeah, you in a drop, you so easy to touch. No two days are alike, except the first and 15, pretty much. And trust, it's a word you seldom hear from us. Hustlers, we don't sleep, we rest one eye up. And the drought can define a man when the well dries up. You learn to work the water without work, you thirst till you die. Yep. Just get tied up for product The little brothers ring to get cut up to show mothers they really got them And this is the stress I live with Till I decided to try this rap for a living I pray I'm forgiven For every bad decision I made Every sister I played 
Cause I'm still paranoid to this day And it's nobody for I made the decisions I made This is the life I chose Or rather the life that chose me And you can't respect that Your whole perspective is whack Maybe you love me when I fade to black If you can't respect that Your whole perspective is whack Maybe you love me when I fade to black Now if you can't respect that Your whole perspective is whack Maybe you love me First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, and no one could change my mind but Mama tried. The one and only rebel child from a family meek and mild, my mama seemed to know what lay in store. Despite all my Sunday learning Towards the bad I kept on turning Till mama couldn't hold me anymore Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim Viridatis, and we are celebrating Mother's Day today on Sound Opinions, some of our favorite songs about mom. Jim, what do you got next? Greg, I'm going to go to the DBs from their 1982 album, Repercussion, their second album. If you recall, I played this power pop group from North Carolina a couple of weeks ago. I was very excited about their new album coming out of South by Southwest. But this is one of their early classics that helped define the power pop genre. Chris Damey, who wrote and sings lead on the song, is not being very nice here. There's a girl. He's telling, run back to your mother. Tell her all the cruel things I did. Uh, comes as no surprise. I was never smooth enough for her. A mother knows what's best, she said. A mother knows what's good. I like to flip the script. Knowing Chris, knowing the DBs, they're not mean people. Chris is playing sort of a despicable character. And, you know, mom is right that her daughter should perhaps not be dating this guy. He's a cad. Above and beyond all that, it's a great song with the word mother in it. And every time I hear it, I then have it in my head for the next week. It's called Happenstance by the DBs for Mother's Day on Sound Opinions. Run back to your mother, tell her all the cruel things that I did. Comes as no surprise to her. I was never smooth enough for her kid. A mother knows what's best, she said. What's good? So run back to your mother. She always said you would. Happenstance, we fell into the off the cuff, the child remark. Mother knows what's best, she said. A mother knows what's right. So run back to your mother, out of mind, out of sight. Think think for yourself. She brushes your 
tucks you in It plants a kiss That's the DBs with Happenstance on Sound Opinions, one of Jim DeRogatis' favorite songs about mom. Jim, I'm going to go to the 60s for my next choice. It's from the Shangri-Las, who I think were the toughest and most dramatic of the 60s girl groups by far. We're talking about two sets of teenage sisters, and they had a string of hits in the middle part of that decade, working with uh, producer George Shadow Morton. They were a huge influence on people like the New York Dolls, Blondie, even the young, rabble-rousing Bette Midler covered one of the uh, Shangri-La songs. There was a lot of sound effects in their records. They had these movie-like narratives and imagery. They were almost like little soap operas playing out in front of your ears, and and you could just imagine the scenes that they were going through. Now, in the song that I'm going to play, it is, again, one of those dramatic, twisting-and-turning narratives. The girl fights with her mom over a boyfriend. Remember, the Shangri-Las were still teenagers at the time they were doing this, so they were living some of these things in their everyday lives. So she's in love. The mom says, you're too young to be in love, so the girl leaves home. Soon she forgets about the boy, and she realized, you know, mom was right, you know, all along. I should have listened to her. But That's before- always the hardest sentence in the English language. My it, mom was right. Exactly. But, you know, there's a payoff at the end, and it's not pretty because before she gets a chance to reconcile with her mom, it's too late. Here's the song, I Can Never Go Home Anymore. Mary Weiss, the lead singer in the group, later said, you know, that sounds like you're crying on this song. She said, yeah, I am crying because I would not spoken to my mom in two years when I was recording this song. So here's a performance, I Can Never Go Home Anymore, from the Shangri-Las on Sound Opinions. She don't leave me alone I'm gonna run away Don't Cause you can Shangri-Las with I Can Never Go Home Again. Nice Mother's Day pick, Mr. Cott. Greg, I'm uh, not sticking with Mom for my next pick, although I'm going to be very close. I was digging deep to try to find a song 
about a mother-in-law. You and I, in addition to having mothers, have both had mothers-in-law. I've had two of them, and I like them very much, right? There's a cliche, I think, out there that often guys don't get along with their mother-in-law. More often, probably, the, the, the woman doesn't get along with her mother-in-law. That hasn't been my experience, and uh, nobody gives mother-in-laws any love on Mother's Day. So I wanted to try to find a tune, and, and I found a great one. I think this is going to surprise you. As a huge Billie Holiday fan, at the very start of her career, producer John Hammond recorded two songs with her. One was called Your Mother's Son-in-Law. It was the A-side of the single. It sold a whopping 300 copies. Yeah. Went nowhere. Billie Holiday was not off to an auspicious debut, although she, of course, became a legend afterwards. I'm not going to go with Billie's version. I'm going to go with somebody who I think is her modern progeny, if she was sucking helium like Betty Boop and, and from Mars. Macy Gray. I love Macy Gray. What a personality. For the 2002 soundtrack of Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, I'll confess, I didn't see the movie. Hmm. Macy Gray re-recorded Your Mother's Son-in-Law as I Want to Be Your Mother's Son-in-Law, and she does a great job of it. It's full of humor and life. She's singing, you don't have to be a banker. You don't have to be a broker, okay? You don't have to have a lot of money. All you got to do is make me a daughter-in-law. You got to make me an honest woman. You got to give my mom a son-in-law. We have got to get hitched. Here's Macy Gray with I Want to Be Your Mother's Son-in-Law on Sound Opinions. You don't have to have a hanker to be a broker or a banker. No siree, just got to be my mother's son-in-law. Needn't even think of trying to be a mighty social liar. Sipping tea if you will be my mother's son-in-law. Ain't got the least desire to set the world on fire. Just wish you'd make it proper and call my old man so you can tell the world I said so. Can't you see you've got to be my mother's son in That is I Want to Be Your Mother's Son-in-Law from Macy Gray, one of Jim DeRogatis' picks for great Mother's Day songs. We want to turn it over to our listeners now. What are their picks for favorite songs about mom? Eric's up first. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us about a favorite Mother's Day song. You know, my favorite Mother's Day song, and actually it's my mom's favorite song, is Kodachrome by Paul Simon. It was one of those songs that she absolutely adored, especially when that album came out and we were living in the south of France. So Paul Simon touches a nerve with your mom. But but back up a bit. Living in the south of France? Well, you know, I, I had a very uh, fun childhood. My stepfather was a leading scholar in James Joyce, and we had a sabbatical leave in the south of France. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience to stay down there, travel, and, and you know, listen to this tape ad nauseum. Do you know why your mother related to Kodachrome so strongly? You know, I think that she could identify with it on several levels. You know, you give us those nice bright colors, you give us the greens of summers, makes you think of a world as a sunny day. We look at our memories as, you know, happy times, anniversaries, weddings, and so forth and so on. We don't see the bad times in pictures. I think that's the really thing that she could resonate with. She had gone through a divorce, and so she didn't, she didn't want to dwell upon that. And so her looking back at her childhood, you know, looking back with these images, really sort of set the tone for her.
Eric's pick for Mother's Day, Kodachrome by Paul Simon. Eric, is your mom still a fan of the tune? Yeah, you know, she is, she's a mother, she's also a scholar, and she's an Alzheimer's patient. And so when I'm down there and seeing her in South Florida, you know, we'll play it for her. And, and I'm sure there's a little bit of reaction, and we don't get much anymore. But she definitely knows that we're playing something special for her. That's wonderful. Well, this goes out to Eric's mom. Happy Mother's Day to her. Thank you for sharing that story, Eric. No problem. Now let's go to sunny L.A. and talk to Lorraine. Hey, Lorraine, welcome to Sound Opinions. Hi. All right. Mothers, everybody's got one. Not everybody has a great song, though. Have you got one? I do have one. I am actually nominating Kanye West's Hey Mama as my Mother's Day selection uh, for your show. Oh, all right. Now you tell us your reason why. So, I mean, although Kanye's public persona is often that of a very self-absorbed diva, you know, he's always got controversy surrounding him. Really? Um, I never heard that. Never. (laughs) Um, But there's such a genuine love for his mother that comes through in the lyrics to the song that it's always been a favor of mine. I mean, I'm from Chicago, and as a poor kid from Chicago, I can identify with a lot of those lyrics. I was raised by a single mom, and a lot of the emotion comes through to me, and it's something that I felt growing up for my mother as well. That's really well said. You know, as as journalists who covered Kanye's rise uh, from the beginning, although he forgets that now, he doesn't return our calls anymore, <laughs> right, Craig? You and I both had the opportunity to talk to Dr. West, right? Donda West, yes. Yeah, she was I, a huge part of his life. A great educator, a pillar of the Chicago community. And I think one of the bravest things any hip-hop artist ever has done is to so nakedly lay out his emotions that he loved his mother in that kind of song. There's no fronting going on there. Exactly. And when his mother passed away and he performed that song at the Grammys, the raw emotion in that performance, it was so touching. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and even now for me, it has even more of a meaning because last year my own mother was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. And for the first time, I had to really face the possibility of not having my own mother in my life anymore. With a lot of aggressive treatment, she's in remission right now, but it was a really dark time for me and my family. And every time I hear that song, I can't help but but feel a lot of emotion and even get a little teary-eyed because it it even took on a new level after that. I want to tell the whole world about a friend of mine, this little light of mine. I'm finna let it shine. I'm finna take y'all back to them better times. I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind. I was three years old when you and I moved to the shy. Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold. You picked me up something that was good for my soul. Famous homie chicken soup, can I have another bowl? You work late nights just to keep on the Lights. Mommy got the trainer with so I can keep on my bike and you would give me anything in this world. Michael Jackson left the end of the club but didn't give me Just thinking how proud we were of her. That line in his song, I wanna scream so loud for you. That's exactly what I feel for her every day that she's here. I wanna scream so loud for her. I wanna scream so loud for you. I'm so proud of you and I'm, let me tell you what I'm about to do, Mama. I know I act a fool, but I promise you I'm going back to school. And I appreciate what you allow for me. And I just want you to be proud of me. Uh, we're getting a little misty-eyed here, Lorraine. Hey, Mama. <laughs> Lighters in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Great choice, uh, Lorraine. Thanks for being our guest on Sound Opinions. Thank you. So what about you out there? What song would you play in honor of Mother's Day? Share it on the air at 888-859-1800. We'll be back after a quick break on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX to finish off our Mother's Day special.
Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRogatis, and we're celebrating Mother's Day by playing some songs inspired by mom. We have our final selections coming up, but first, let's hear from some more listeners. Dave is in Clarendon Hills, Illinois. Hey, Dave. Hi, how are you? So tell us about a favorite Mother's Day song. My favorite Mother's Day song is Only Son by Liz Fair. It's off her White Chocolate Space Egg album, maybe the last Liz Fair album that's actually listenable. The last defensible Liz Fair album. <laughs> that's yes. it. That's exactly right. It's sung from the perspective of a person who I think has regrets about the effect his actions have had on his family and especially on his mother. You know, mothers are special. The last thing you want to do is hurt or disappoint your mother. I know that in my life I made some choices that I know were really hard on my mother. And while I don't uh, regret the decisions or the choices, I do, you know, 20 years later, still feel bad about the stress that those choices caused my mom. All these babies are So, Dave, have you shared this with your mom, that this song resonates with you? I have not. Unfortunately, my mom passed in 2001, and this song came out shortly before that. But I really, after I listened to it, after my mom passed, it really hit home for me. That's a beautiful choice. Thanks for being our guest, Dave. Thanks for having me. We've got Josh on the line next, celebrating Mother's Day as we all are. Josh, have you got a song for this occasion? I do, actually. The song I picked was Justin Towns Earl, Mama's Eyes. Okay, tell us about why this song and why you're sending it out to Mom. Yeah, absolutely. I was never a big Steve Earl fan, but I really love Justin, obviously his son. And the story kind of really tells the father-son relationship. And then the song at the end kind of takes a turn, you know, to kind of being more about mom. There's a great lyric in the song that says, I still see right from wrong. I love that lyric because it kind of talks about his mom, basically, because I am my mother's son, you know, I'll, I'll kind of always be on the right path, I guess, kind of, because I take, I take after her. It's 3 a.m. and I'm standing in the kitchen Holding my last cigarette Strike a match and I see my reflection in the mirror in the hall And I say to myself I've got my mama's eyes Long thin frame and a smile And I still see wrong from right Cause I've got my mama's eyes Mama's eyes from Justin Towns Earl. Interesting perspective because Earl says that he was raised essentially by his mom. Uh, it was a single-parent home. Do you relate to any of that, Josh? You know, not really, actually. I mean, I was definitely really close with my mom and my dad, but it was just kind of funny. You know, my mom was always the uh, soft-hearted one, if you would. If I ever needed a 20, you know, or something, she <laughs> would say, you know, here's, here's 20 bucks, but don't tell your father type thing. Thanks, Josh, for being our guest on Sound Opinions. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. 
Well, Mr. Cott, in honor of our moms, Yadviga and Helene, what are our final Mother's Day songs? Jim, I'm going to go with a Kate Bush song from a 1988 John Hughes movie soundtrack, She's Having a Baby, that uh, movie starring Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth McGovern. And the name of the song is This Woman's Work. It's a, it's kind of a complicated song because it's sung by a woman, but it's from a man's perspective. It's from Kevin Bacon's perspective as he's sitting in the waiting room while his wife is giving birth to their first child. So here's this new, soon-to-be father having a totally new perspective on his life, his marriage, his newborn child, and his role in their lives going forward. He has a newfound appreciation for his partner. She's going through this traumatic experience because the labor is not going well. It's potentially a a life-threatening situation for both the baby and the mom. And he's going through all this angst about the things he might have said, the things he might have done better, the fact that he's been kind of a selfish husband up until this point in his life. He has to grow up all of a sudden, he realizes. I've got to be a better husband, and I've got to be a great dad for this newborn child. So he's going through all these feelings. They're welling up in him as this drama is going on in the next room. And Kate Bush's song brilliantly distills this idea of motherhood and how it can change people's lives so dramatically in just an instant. Kate Bush, This Woman's Work from 1988 on Sound Opinions. Kate Bush with This Woman's Work, a great song about mom and motherhood. Jim, what do you got to go out? 
Well, Greg, since you started with Mother by John Lennon, uh, not an uplifting song, but an incredible classic, I think I'm going to have to end with the Rolling Stones, who, of course, have two great songs about Mother. Mother's little helper, you know, about Mm -hmm. mom getting high on pep pills, perhaps is too cynical even for me. I'm going to play instead, Have You Seen Your Mother Baby Standing in the Shadow? What a killer Rolling Stones song. The first ever Stones tune that had brass on it and an absolute classic on stage on the uh, Got Live If You Want It album, but the Stones haven't played it in concert since 1966. All the Stones hardcore fans that I know are like, when are you ever going to play that song again? Now, in the classic Rolling Stones way, it sounds a little dirty. Have you seen your mother in the shadow? All right. Everything the Stones sing sounds a little dirty. But if you look at the lyrics of the song, it's actually a self-righteous Mick Jagger attacking this young girl who's very superficial and doesn't really take seriously anybody in her life. Have you seen your mother, baby, standing in the shadow? Don't you think about your mom? Don't you think about your brother? Don't you think about your lover? Jagger, of course, brings it home to me. Mm. But on Mother's Day, I think it's worth thinking about that thought of, do I take my mom for granted? I don't want to do that. I certainly don't want to get to a point where it's too late and I can't tell her how much I love her. Here are the Rolling Stones with Have You Seen Your Mother Baby Standing in the Shadow. Rolling Stones classic, Have You Seen Your Mother Baby, Standing in the Shadow. The cover of the single featured them in drag for the first time. Greg, what do we have on the show next week? Next week, Jim, we have an in-studio appearance from the singer and songwriter in the shins, James Mercer. Greg, as always, we have some thank yous to say on the way out. Sound Opinions is produced by Robin Lynn and Jason Saldana with the able assistance of Annie Minoff. And our fearless leader, our executive producer, Tori Southside Malatia, He's kind of the mother hen of this show. On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So give us a call on our hotline, 888 888- Eight five nine eighteen hundred. New messages. Uh, hi, Jim and Greg. This is Ken calling from Evanston. 
Illinois. I'm calling about the Sharon Van Etten interview and performance. I was looking forward to hearing her, but if she's the salvation of music, I'm afraid we're in a really sorry state. Not only was her sound completely uh, depressing and derivative, but when she, uh, with much goading, experimented with her quote-unquote rocker, we had this derivative arcade fire, drumming that only furthered to uh, show how, if I hate to say it, insipid this savior of modern music is, especially in light of, uh, I know it's an unfair comparison, but the Aretha show you did a couple of weeks ago. I think in terms of modern music, we have to be doing a little bit better than this. Thank you. Hi, fellas. My name is Peter. I'm calling from lovely Richmond, California. I uh, was just having to call to say I was uh, listening to your second acts in rock series and going through the whole list and hearing how you guys were addressing it, and there was one band lurking in the back of my mind that I've been championing their comeback of forever, and you didn't get to it. And then suddenly in the last few seconds, I hear wire and buzzcocks and my heart sank because i thought oh no the buzzcocks they're just vegas nowadays wire comes pretty close to greatness but then you said it mission of burma I am so glad you gave them a mention. In my opinion, there is no band that has ever returned from that far back and picked up exactly where they left off and been exactly perfectly vital the moment that they hit the ground running when they came back. And as you guys said, all those new records are great. Thanks. Hi, uh, this is Lucas out of uh, Pewaukee, Wisconsin. I just had an opinion on uh, musicians making a living today, and I'd have to say myself, the hardest thing with music is promoting, and it's the whole business aspect. People don't realize that, you know, you can make a really good song, but you have to go out there and promote yourself. You know, it's a lot of work, and I don't think a lot of people get that. So, there's my opinion. Thanks. No more messages. To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions, produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany, okay? Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... Oh, so I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.